You're tuned in to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Ware, for today, Wednesday, July the 12th. And, of course, we had a chance to take a, a look at uh, Johnson or at, uh, Johnson C. Smith, as a matter of fact, on yesterday. Today, we're going to stay in the CIAA Southern Division. As a matter of fact, we're going to wrap up with the CIAA as a whole today as we're going to take a look at Fayetteville State. And uh, for Fayetteville State on last year, it, it was the fourth year in a row that essentially the Broncos finished in second place in the CIAA's Southern Division. And it, it was sort of a tough season, at least in the beginning, for Fayetteville State. Richard Hayes comes in at, in his first season as the head coach, a controversial dismissal the year before or at the end of the 2015 season of Lawrence Kershaw, who had done some really good things. As a matter of fact, um, the Broncos, again, for three straight years, essentially played for the CIAA Southern Division last game of the season against uh, Winston-Salem State, who ultimately won it all on uh, last year for the second year in a row. And to the credit while Fayetteville State started the season out 0-5, to their credit, they won four straight games. Again, put the, put themselves in position. The Broncos were in position to, in fact, win another, or, or this time to win a Southern Division crown. And uh, for the fourth year in a row, just could not get it done against the Rams, this time falling 28-21. to I think this upcoming season for Fayetteville State is going to be sort of a telltale situation. Number one, it's going to be Richard Hayes' second year. They got a pretty good recruiting class that is coming, but they're going to lose a lot of guys from last year, including some veteran guys and one most notable player, defensive back, and Travis Scales, who's been part of the program. So when you couple sort of some of the losses that Fayetteville State is, in fact, going to suffer coming into the 2017 season, I think it's going to be um, – it could be difficult with that being said, um, you know, a couple of things I really look at. Number one, they're losing a lot on defense, but let's start on the offensive side of the football. And <clears throat> their quarterback that comes back is a young man by the name of uh, Demarius Davis who comes back for Fayetteville State on this season. Now, with that being said, you know, he was able to split some time on last year and so he has some experience but I think really the key if Davis is in fact the guy um, because again uh, coach Hayes is going to go out he's went out and got some some guys that can come in some high school guys and also some guys that have some experience at quarterback but if Davis is going to be your guy then the one key that you have to have is a good offensive coordinator and I think that Fayetteville State has gone out and got a pretty good offensive coordinator in Maurice Flowers. Now, if you know, if that name sounds familiar, he had some time as the offensive coordinator at Shaw. He had some time as the offensive coordinator at Johnson C. Smith. And when he had some time as the offensive coordinator at Johnson C. Smith, he was able to really do some some really good things. I, I'm going to throw a name um, at you guys that uh, may be a name that a lot of folks – um, in the CIAA and from uh, more specifically from Johnson C. Smith is going to know 
and that is the name of Keon Wallace, who was a very good quarterback at Johnson C. Smith, your prototypical type of quarterback, 6'4", 225 pounds, a big kid that can move. And Davis is in that same vein, 6'3", 225 pounds. Uh, he, he also happens to be from Florida like Wallace was. And so um, I think with Flowers kind of coming in, to that situation with a guy that's a prototypical kind of guy that he likes, a guy that is a big kid, can throw the football, can run with the football a little bit. I think this is going to be a really, really um, solid situation, at least from a quarterback's perspective, when you have a good offensive coordinator like, um, of course, like Flowers coming in. With that being said, I, I think the key to the offense for, for Fayetteville State this year is going to be the running back. Stevie Green had a phenomenal season last year as a rookie. 1,150 yards rushing with six touchdowns. And, I mean, he's going to have to be the guy. Um, you know, you hope that the offensive line is going to be solid, but I think Stevie Green, uh, out inside of himself, maybe with a marginal offensive line even so, really got some really good things done on last year. And I think that, obviously, he's going to have to be the key. Yeah, Davis may be your quarterback, but you got to be able to run the football also. And there's not, you know, when I when I look at the landscape of the CIAA in terms of the running backs that are coming back, I mean, Stevie Green is top three, uh, you know. So I think that's obviously going to really bold well for Fayetteville State for the upcoming season. But they're going to have to get the offense really going. They averaged less than 300 yards of total offense per game and that's just not going to get it done most of that coming in the ground game behind the running of Stevie Green so they they're definitely going to have to do a lot better in that respect from an offensive standpoint I think Flowers' philosophy from an offensive standpoint particularly with his quarterbacks and having a guy like Green is going to allow them to really be able to get it done defensively uh Fayetteville State's going to have to create more turnovers defensively. Only six interceptions as a team last year in terms of the total offense or the yardage they gave up defensively, about 350 yards of total offense uh, per game. So they're going to have to dial that back a little bit, but I think they have to be a little bit more opportunistic. And keep this in mind. The, the, the CIAA Southern Division was, I mean, to be blunt, was weak last year. Uh you know, obviously Winston-Salem State was very good. They won the CIAA uh, championship for the second year in a row. But outside of that, you know, Shaw wasn't very good. St. Augustine's wasn't very good. Um, as I talked with you guys about yesterday, I thought Johnson C. Smith, even though their record wasn't good, I thought at 3-7, and seven, I thought they took a bit of a step forward, particularly in terms of what is coming back this year. Um but Livingstone took a st and even as Coach Williams told you on Monday, took a step backwards. That's not going to be the same thing that's going to happen in 2017. I think all of those teams that I just mentioned are going to be a lot better this year. So, in other words, where Fayetteville State last year won four games against really those aforementioned teams to set themselves up for getting for playing for essentially the CIAA Southern Division. That's not going to be the case again this year. So they're going to have to get a lot better because I think the conference, uh, or at least the division as a whole, is going to be a whole lot better in 2000. 
and 17. So that's the breakdown of Fayetteville State and the expectations, I think, at least from my perspective, for the Broncos uh, in 2017. Um, and don't forget on tomorrow. We, we Again, we wrap up the CIAA today. Tomorrow, we're going to go to Nashville, Tennessee, to the OVC, and we're going to take a look at the Tennessee State Tigers. And as a matter of fact, head coach Rod Reed is going to join us and uh, Tennessee State for the second year uh, ranked the number one recruiting class, uh, our number one recruiting class amongst the HBCU FCS schools. So until uh, have a great rest of the day, and we'll see you tomorrow as we take a preview uh, and, and really a look at Tennessee State on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. <laughs>